Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It is 12.35 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer joining you in Oilers now, working out of the uh, home office today. There we go. That's better. We'll tell you the guests on the show receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse, whether you're celebrating a special moment or simply savoring a night on the town. Every meal is an occasion at Roos Chris Steakhouse, open Wednesday through Sunday from 5 till 10 p.m. Tell Brendan and Chris that Oilers now sent you. As we head off to the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline and we hook up courtesy of Mid-City Construction Management, Elliot Friedman. If you're looking for a challenge, Mid-City is currently seeking underground personnel and laborers for all civil scopes to join their ranks. Apply today at mid-city.ca. I believe we've uh, caught Mr. Friedman out having an enjoyable walk. Hello, Elliot. How are you doing? Bob, why are you not in the office? What is this? Because they have as few people as possible in the office. So we're doing shows from home. So, yeah, they haven't lifted. You know, we've, I don't know, Elliot, you know, I I know that you're personally in charge of the entire direction that the liberals have come up to (laughs) C11. So shouldn't I be, shouldn't I be asking you, when does this craziness stop? Pearson International. Hey, today the United States government uh, that starts Sunday, they've lifted their requirement to have a negative test to fly into their country. That's great since the U.S. has 15% fewer fully vaccinated individuals in Canada. It's great that they came around on this. But I digress, Elliot. How you doing? So we, we don't need a positive test or a negative test after Sunday? After Sunday at midnight, yeah. They, uh, Canada, by the oh, way, great, cause I'm flying to, uh, well, if the series ends, I'm flying to Denver on Monday. This is, Bob, I knew I came on this show for a reason. There aren't a lot of good reasons to come on the show, Elliot. <laughs> yeah, fact, I was golfing today with uh, Kevin Bieksa and a few of my buddies from high school. I've invited Bieksa out with my buddies. This is a really bad idea. He's gaining ammunition as we speak. Okay, Dustin Penner just turned off the show right now. Not giving me extra. <laughs> I feel the same way many times. Just kidding, Pens. All right, uh, where do we want to start? Well, you know what? Why don't you give me your assessment uh, as part of that panel? And I'd like to t- tell you that I watch all your guys' stuff, but obviously I'm doing our own games. What's your assessment on how things completed? Uh, Edmonton and Colorado, and, and the overall assessment in the season that was for Edmonton. Look, I mean, uh, I, I like uh, the people I know who are really uh, big Oilers fans. Just in my general life, um, it was in a lot of ways it was a dream of what you hope for for them: uh, a playoff run with McDavid and and Dreisaitl leading the way. And they loved every second of it. 
um, you know, I spoke, I knew I was coming on today, so I called them both this morning and I just said, how do you guys feel? And they said, we loved every second of it. It sucked that it ended. Um, I think it was, I think the thing that they felt, and I, I think I talked about this on our podcast earlier this week, Bob, is that I think now there's just a realization that Colorado is simply uh, looks like a juggernaut and they were a better team. But I think there were things that happened in that series that absolutely sucked for Oilers fans. It was painful. Um, you know, calls that went, didn't go their way. Um, guys who got hurt, things like that. But at the end of the day, I think we all recognize here that this Colorado team has a chance to be something very special. And no matter who they play in the Stanley Cup final, they will be the favorite. But, yeah. uh, you know, like I said, like for these three guys who I called, because I, you know, I wanted to saw what they say, they said they, they got to watch McDavid and Dreisaitl lead a playoff run. And they said, well, one of them said it was like sex, but others said it was just really good. <laughs> so it was like pizza then or what? Uh, any- <laughs> I don't know. They just wouldn't repeat the other one. Yeah, yeah, you know the old, that old line. All right, uh, we have we've had several topics. Uh, Kevin Weeks has already started to do the work for Dan Milstein. He's saying Evander Kane's going to get seven, eight million bucks, or he could. I don't know if it's going to go that high. There seems to be some confusion as to what's going on with Kane potentially with the arbitrator. I know you briefly uh, dwelled in the list. Can you educate our listeners on 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 where you th- you know what do you think the options are at this time relative to the arbitrator? Thank you, Hudson. Or right, go for well, it. I, I- like somebody said to me that they heard I said the Kane could make no more than three and a half million. I don't. I never said anything. I never said anything like that. I don't know where that came from. I just think right now, until the arbitrator rules, nobody really knows. Um, you know what the situation is going to be and what the circumstance is. Um, I've had, and you know, it, it's it's always it's always it's ne- sorry I shouldn't say it's never a smart thing to guess in an arbitrator. Like I've had people tell me that they think the arbitrator will say either San Jose owes them the contract or not, but still declare them an unrestricted free agent. And I've had other people who say you're crazy to even guess at that. I think the craziest potential scenario. Um, is that the arbitrator rewards him to San Jose. Now, I've had some teams to tell me that wouldn't necessarily be a bad thing because then you know what his contract is, and San Jose could trade it. They could retain some, and Kane still would have a three-team trade clause in that situation, and he could still control a lot of the situation. So I think we're all guessing until we actually have clarity over what... The arbitrator is going to rule and what his contract is going to be. So 98% of the people that comment via text on this show or go on Twitter of stuff that gets said, they usually have a hot clue and, and listen, you know, then you get that rare one or two percent. And I provided a scenario during the conversation with Kevin. I said, if the Oilers can't get Kane back, if they don't get back, they need a player somewhat similar to him that has a chance to put up better numbers in Edmonton than they've put up elsewhere. So I brought a guy out, and I've, out, full disclosure, I've liked this player, and I know he had a crappy year last year, but he's big, and he can skate, and he's a top six guy, and the Oilers need the physical impetus that Kane brought. So that player is Josh Anderson with Montreal. And so the question I have for you is, did you hear any scuttlebutt at all that there were teams sniff around Anderson at the deadline? And under new management with the Canadians in a little bit of a rebuild, could you foresee a scenario where Anderson might be in play. 
We lost him. He's gone. Oh, wow. Can you work your magic to get him back? Yes, sir. All right. Here's what we'll do. Elliot Friedman uh, joining us for Mid-City Construction, looking for a challenge. Mid-City is currently seeking underground, underground personnel and laborers for all civil scopes to join their ranks. Apply today at mid-city.ca. Again, you can text us at any time, 780-496-0063. Uh, quit pumping the vaccine, Bob. Not good for you on your show's image. What? are you talking about Dexter Nick Paul Nick Paul jo all right anyhow I have no idea about that Dexter uh, stay away from Josh Anderson please no Kane or bus says this Dexter so Elliot I, I suggested that a player that might be somewhat similar is Josh Anderson uh, mm -hmm. to to Kane a big guy that can skate that provides a physical impetus was there any discussion at the deadline now that the Canadians appear to be headed in a slightly different direction about Anderson's availability were teams sniffing around there Yes, I think teams absolutely were sniffing around there. But the problem is, you know, the Canadians were asking a lot. Um, he's a good player. He's signed for a while. And they're not just going to give him away. I, I don't think that anybody should expect that. Look, I, I, like, I think this. I, I, think, I think the Oilers, when, when Ken Holland says he wants to bring back Evander Kane, I think that's completely true. I think they want to bring him back. I think they're going to talk to him about it. Um, you know, I, I, I have no doubt that it was it was a good experience for him. And one thing I think about Kane is they're smart enough to recognize that you know at this point in his career, it's also the fit. Is it is it is it a good fit for him? And Edmonton clearly was. So I like I I'm not going to jump to any conclusions on this one. Me neither. Um, but I. But I, I, I definitely think it's better for the Oilers to try to re-sign Evander Kane than it is to chase after a Josh Anderson. Like you don't have a ton of picks. Default Bob, and, position. Def I said yeah. my preference is to get Kane yeah. back. If not for Kane, they got to get another guy that plays a bit like that. They don't yeah. need more small skill. Clearly, against Colorado, you take a look at. I mean, McKinnon's a bullet center. Rantanen plays a physical, you know, and maybe not quite as physical. Landeskog is a really physical player. The Oilers, mm -hmm. Kane was a difference maker to their team. And that's, and I just, I talked to Kane about this. The it, He was up in the press box during game four. You know, he knows how good of a fit it was here. And the Oilers have had yeah. lots of guys come to Edmonton and crush it. Maroon crushed it here. Chason crushed it here. Hyman crushed it here. Kane mm -hmm. crushed it here. What do you think would happen with Anderson if he came here? He'd do well, too. That's what happens when you have McDavid. But again, McDavid and Drysaddle. But again, Elliot, I'm saying as a default, if they can't get Kane done, that to me would be the type of player to go get. There's going to be a ton of players available this summer. I think there's going to be some free agents who get squeezed. I think you guys should be looking hard at not giving, uh, looking at those kinds of fits. There's going to be good fits out there for players who may may get squeezed or teams need to get out of, uh, some positions. If I'm the Oilers, I, like good players should want to come and play with Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl especially after these playoffs. And if I was you guys, I'd be identifying those players rather than chasing after other guys by trade. All right. And so that that would take him out of the Debrickett mix for you as well. Is Debrickett going to get traded by Chicago? 
I, I think it's going to be, Bob, I just hit a big putt. You're good luck for me, i got to tell you. There um, you go. I, I what think, was it, I think the, five inches, Elliot? <laughs> no, it was a lot more than that, buddy. Um, I, I, I have to tell you that uh, to bring it, look, Chicago has made it very clear there's three guys with no move clauses, Kane, Taves, and Jones. Seth. And I think what they have done is said, look, Everybody else, they're out there. Tell us what you're thinking and tell us what the offer is. And so that's what they did with Hagel. They put Hagel's name out there and uh, they just until and someone blew them away and they made the deal. The Brinkett's name is out there, but think about what it's going to cost you. Huge. Like, I was Huge. I, I was on a radio show the other day. I can't remember what I think it was. I can't remember what city it was in. They all blurred together at this time of year, Bob. And I said, think of something that hurts you and then add to it. That's what it's going to cost you to get the rank in. Uh, Elliot, are you telling me Kirby Doc's available out of Chicago? I think everybody is available. Hmm. That isn't Kane Taves or Kane Taves or Jones. Wow. Okay. Uh, are they going to, by the so way, yes. are they, are they going to uh, qualify Dylan Strom? I'm not sure yet. I'm not convinced they are. I, I know teams are definitely watching. I thought it was interesting. I think it was Scott Powers of the uh, of the Athletic who wrote that he thinks Strom, he thinks they've already made the decision. I don't yeah. have that information, but I know teams are looking at it, and they were definitely trying to trade him this year. Well, I think that Strom kid had a great finish, and if he's not there, I think he'll I think he'll be very good somewhere else. Yeah, I think he looked pretty good here. Maybe playing on a line with Connor. That's just my own thought. So take that for what it's worth. Uh, goaltending. Weeks brought up John Gibson yesterday. How much interest did Pat Verbeek deal with at the deadline on John and Gibson out of Anaheim? I think the I think the Ducks have kind of. I, I think it's been a, a few interesting years with Gibson. In the last couple of years, I, I think they've kind of had him out there, feeling what the market is. You know, the one thing I do believe is that when the Ducks were talking to Buffalo about Eichel. Um, you know, Buffalo's ask was like Dykstra and uh, Zegras and a couple first, like that kind of thing. But I do believe the Ducks were willing to do it if Gibson was the centerpiece of the deal. Or at least I should say this. We're willing to definitely consider it if Gibson was the centerpiece of the deal. Um, I, I think this. I think Gibson wants to win. I, I think he wants to win. I think the Ducks have to convince him that they're in a situation where winning is going to be not too far away. He's, you know, he's approaching 30, Bob. I think he's, he looks at it like we have to get to a point where we're going to win here. So I, I think if the Ducks tell him that it's a long rebuild or winning is X and X away, I think he's going to, he will consider situations where um, he, can, he can win. I, I believe that. Elliot, you're an incredibly talented guy. Not only can you pull off and execute a two-part radio interview, but you can make like a 19-foot putt. That is amazing. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. I, I have good days and I have bad days. I, you know, and I, I think with you guys, I think the next weeks are going to be kind of interesting. I, I 
a look at, uh, you know, Jay Woodcroft, obviously. Um, you know, Mike Smith, he was very emotional at the end of yes. the last game. I think you have to take the emotions out of it and kind of let him think about where he is. Um, you know, there's, you know, uh, Paul Coffey. I think we're all kind of wondering where this is all going to shake out. Is he going to have a permanent role with the team? Uh, all of these are kinds of questions that we're waiting for the answers to here. Elliot, thanks for your time, my man. All right, take care, Bob. Have a great weekend. You bet. That is Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey on Rogers, one of the most plugged-in men in the business, and Elliot's appearances for Mid-City Construction. We'll take a quick timeout when we come back at uh, 12.51 in Edmonton. We'll get to NHL today. Epstein's mother has texted the show, Bob, how many points would Dylan Strom get if he played in the Oilers' top six? <laughs> assuming of course Chicago doesn't qualify him um well he had 51 points in 58 games with Chicago in 1819 playing mostly with Kane who's a pretty good player and then this year he had 22 goals and 48 points in 69 games in Chicago after he was a healthy scratch a lot in the start of the year I think he would have no problems again just look at what everybody does that plays with McDavid or Dreisaitl no problems being a 25 goal 60 point guy now the question is, does he, you know, what happens come playoff time? Do we know? Maroon, 27 goals. Chase on, 22 goals. Hyman, 27 goals. 22 goals in 43 games for Evander Kane. Guys do well when they come here. They put up points. There's no question about it. And, yes, if he ends up becoming a free agent, I would have interest in Dylan Strom. You can text us at any time at 780-496-0063, but at this time we're going to go to NHL Today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandising specialist, Drew Shamhorn and his staff at Elite Edmonton, owned and operated, head to ElitePromoMarketing.com, and here's Cody Jansen. Andre Pilat, he had the game winner last night. The Bolts win 3-1 in New York. They lead the Eastern Conference Final three games to two. The Buffalo Sabres, they're going to be retiring Ryan Miller's number 30 next season. His number's going to be up in the rafters with Dominic Hasek. The Toronto Maple Leafs, they've parted ways with goalie coach Steve Breer after seven seasons. Yesterday, Canada lost 7-0 to the Americans at the under-18 Women's World Championships and Game 5 in the Dub Finals goes tomorrow night at Rogers Place. Oil Kings, Thunderbirds, Edmonton 1-1 away from a trip to the Mem Cup. Kurt Hill coming up later on. My guess is uh, Seattle Captain Terrell Bauer will be suspended anytime you drive a shoulder into a guy's chin when he's unsuspecting on the play and knock him out cold. Um, I mean, you, you got to protect the players. It's coming upon the league to do that in that situation. The guy didn't even have the puck. We're talking about Brendan Cooney. Again, you can text us anytime, 780-496-0063. For you golfers out there, if you're looking for a bucket list experience, you can join New West Travel in Cabot, Nova Scotia, a five-day golf getaway. Golf at Cabot Cliffs and Cabot Links. This package includes airfare via private WestJet charter with an open bar and premium meals, four nights accommodation in Cabot Lodge, five nights of golf in stunning Cabot, Nova Scotia. There'll be a New West golf tournament with prizes. You can book now and get a $350 upgrade to premium economy. To reserve your tea time, call New West Travel or visit newwesttravel.com. We will head off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Oh, it's going to get fun next. Mark Spector, the president of the Yes, the Pull Your RV Fan Club, when we come back at Weather's Now. 
Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.